0: Welcome to the smartest doctor in the room with your host, Dr. Dean Mitchell, interviewing the leading doctors in the country to get insights into the best medical treatments available today. Not everyone has access to the best specialists, but you can advocate for yourself and learn the right questions to ask your doctor and the best possible treatment options. Remember, what you know can make a difference in your health care. Welcome to the smartest doctor in the room. I'm your host, Dr. Dean Mitchell. In my four years of medical school, I unfortunately did not have one lecture on oral health. I guess my medical school professors felt that was the job of the dental school. But every day in my office, I am examining a patient's mouth, typically focusing on the tongue and the back of the throat, looking for bacteria. However, the teeth and gums as any dentist will tell you, reveals so much about your overall health. My guest today is Dr. Bruce Golden. He's a dentist with 30 years of clinical experience. He's a former clinical assistant professor at NYU Dental School, and he's also the founder of Vitamin Paste, a new type of toothpaste for children and adults. Welcome, Dr. Golden, to the podcast.
1: How are you, Dean?
0: Good, good. I'm really excited to talk about this because I think that in the medical community, as I was mentioning, we really overlook how important oral and dental health is. And obviously, there's so many children that suffer from issues with this and obviously adults. So, Dr. Golden, I want to start with the first thing. We had a prior conversation that you said to me, which I found very interesting. You mentioned on the first day of dental school, your professors, when they were teaching you about what makes a cavity. Can you tell us again those three things that you need to develop a cavity?
1: Yes. The first day of dental school, they taught us that you need three things. You need a tooth, you need plaque, and you need sugar to make a cavity. You take away one of those things, and there's no cavity. So if you can get rid of the plaque or lessen your intake of sugar, you'll have a lesser chance of getting a cavity.
0: Well, that's obviously really important to know. And unfortunately, my kids learned it the hard way because I, gosh, so many kids when they're young, you know the parents to quiet them down, give them those little packets of apple juice, and I almost fell out of my chair when I went to bring my young children, who actually you know, to the dentist when they were young, and all of a sudden we find out they have seven cavities on their first visit
1: yeah a lot a lot of people do that, especially with apple juice, they leave it in a bottle and have the child just you know continuously you know, intake the apple juice, and they can get rampant cavities with that. We see that a lot.
0: So what would you suggest? Now we're just talking about that. So for young mothers that have, you know, they have to quiet down their children, what's maybe the best beverage for the infant or the child to be drinking that hopefully will pacify them in some ways but not make them more prone to cavities?
1: Well, you'd want to give them a drink or a soda without a sugar. Okay. Water is a good alternative. And they have a lot of drinks now that have xylitol in it. Xylitol is a natural sugar substitute, which has anti-cavity properties. It doesn't work like fluoride, but at the end of the day, it does the same thing by having anti-cavity properties. It works by inhibiting the formation of plaque on the tooth. And like I said before, no plaque no cavities.
0: That's an important thing also. Do you think children are more prone to cavities? I mean, because their teeth aren't as hard. I mean, I I'm not using the right terms. I know I because know we always know children, infants have baby teeth, and then they get the adult teeth. Is there really anything different between the teeth that makes them more prone to cavities, or is it just, unfortunately, when they're eating the wrong foods, the sugary foods?
1: Well, I think it's a combination of both, eating the wrong foods and also their uh, oral hygiene in terms of properly brushing their teeth, I think children should be supervised by their parents at a young age when they're brushing their teeth to make sure that they're cleaning properly and getting rid of the plaque.
0: Yeah, that's a great point because I know most of the time in households it's like go brush your teeth and get to bed and the parents are pretty much finished with the kids for the day or in the morning they're rushing them off to school. Go brush your teeth and get ready for school and the kids are just doing it you know, very robotically.
1: And too quickly, and you know the ADA recommends two minute brushing for children, one minute on top and one minute on the bottom. I know it's a long time, but it's very helpful to do the whole two minutes.
0: You know, I was thinking, you just reminded me of that too. Remember the uh, they used to have, some of the places had like the hourglass thing where you turn upside down.
1: Yeah, they have that. Now they have toothbrushes with a, a song on them.
0: Really? Which stops, Wow. You know,
1: so at the end of the song, you know it's two minutes.
0: Wow. See, yeah, you have to make it fun. And you have to make right. them realize how important it is because dental health, you ruin your teeth, you ruin your gums. We all know as we get older, this becomes a big, big problem. Yeah. What about chewing gum? You know, for kids, good, bad, depends on what kind of gum.
1: Yeah, I think it's good. Sugarless gum. A lot of gums now have the xylitol in them. A lot of oral their products have xylitol in them. So it's, it's sugarless and you have the anti-cavity properties too.
0: So parents really should be looking at that. If you're going to have gum in the house or any of those things, you know, look for the xylitol which it's interesting. You know, you go to a health food store and you see them all over the place. You go to your typical in and out or any type of CVS.
1: You know, in the grocery stores they have them also. Yes? yeah. You know, if you take a look, they have a lot of xylitol based Oral care products, whether it's a rinse, a uh, dentifrice, also an alternative uh, fluoride-free toothpaste, which uh, we have for uh, vitamin paste, It's fluoride-free. Yeah,
0: so we're going to get into that before we jump into that. Well, maybe we should go, let's go into also about the fluoride. Again, growing up, we heard kids need fluoride, that's why they're getting all these cavities. But then we hear fluoride's not good for you. It, you know, as you get older, it hardens your arteries. Get the fluoride out of the water. What's your take? What parents should know? Should they get a toothpaste that has fluoride? Are they better off without fluoride?
1: That's up to the individuals. Fluoride is a drug. The FDA recommends that, well, doesn't recommend, but if you have a fluoride toothpaste, the manufacturer has to have a drug facts box on the toothpaste with the active ingredient or the drug name, which is the fluoride. And it also has to have a warning label on it. If more than used for brushing is accidentally swallowed, get medical help or contact the poison control center right away and do not swallow. And to minimize swallowing, use a pea-sized amount for children under six. So since fluoride is a drug and it can be harmful if you ingest too much of it, Hence, these warning labels.
0: So it doesn't sound like it's so great for the kids. I mean, what you're telling me, I want to just make it clear for the listeners. I mean, because, again, why are they doing the fluoride? They're worried because they don't want their kids to have cavities. But as you said initially, get rid of the sugar, make sure the plaque doesn't form. You're good to go. Why do you need this, quote, as you're saying, drug?
1: You're pretty much good to go. I Truthfully, you don't even need toothpaste. If you can get rid of that plaque without toothpaste and just brush it, you could do that, too.
0: Yeah, that's probably what they do in Africa or some other places where they don't have access to these things. What about – I know for a while there was a big thing with that plaque rinse. I've got the name of the company, but I don't think it really did anything. It seemed like it was a lot of alcohol in it and stuff. Do those things really work because they're not really – physically removing the plaque or are they okay to take?
1: I'm not too sure about that. I don't know too many kids that have a mouth rinse kind of thing that's more of, of an adult product. I know I never used it when I was a kid. I never gave it to my kids. Now I just kind of focused in on their brushing.
0: Oh, so talking about brushing because again, obviously that's gonna thing that's gonna help remove the plaque. Again, you mentioned the time, which is obviously probably the most important thing. What about electric toothbrush versus you know manual brushing? Do you have a preference?
1: Whatever you get used to and whatever you like. I mean, if you do the job well, I mean, you could use either one. I like a regular toothbrush, like a one-inch brush where I could put a one-inch strip on the brush, where the electric toothbrush is just, you really put on like a pea-sized amount. You have to kind of reapply it, and I don't know if people do that, so you're really not getting the benefits if you want the fluoride, you're not getting the whole benefit of the fluoride. If you don't want the fluoride, you want the xylitol. You're not getting the full benefit of that either. So, it's up to the person. But I would think that a regular toothbrush would be the best thing.
0: Yeah, probably for the kids. I particularly like electric toothbrush because I used to brush my gums too hard. So I was like, they told me I was doing like a dermabrasion on my gums, and it uh-huh. got me it got me to slow down. But you know the thing is, it's funny because also there's nothing like. Going to the dentist and getting a good cleaning. I don't know why. I always say, the, what do you guys put specially in your stuff? You Because know, they usually typically use an electric brush. I feel like I'm getting power washed when I go for my dental cleanings, you know?
1: Well, there is a power wash, a matter of fact, that, that we use on the teeth. That's this silica, and it's it's really a power wash. And Yeah, it's mostly for adults. And that really gets the tooth, like, squeaky clean.
0: Yeah, I know. I always feel like, okay, I'll smile more today because of that.
1: And then we also give out, you know, new toothbrushes. You should really change your brushes every three to six months. And also, if you're sick, you have a cold or a virus, you should change your brush immediately.
0: That was really interesting. I know you mentioned to me before about this, because it's funny. I just had a cold, and I was like, I was about brushing my teeth this morning. I said, you know what? Dr. Golden said, switch your toothbrush, because otherwise you're going to be just pushing that bacteria around the mouth again. I mean, oh, one other thing, too, I want to point this out. I mean... It's interesting, like, you know, in people's bathrooms, sometimes, I don't know, they, maybe this was on Dr. Oz's show or something, but, you know, when people are, like, flushing the toilet and the bacteria is getting in the air if they don't close the lid, you know, is it, it's also probably good to keep your toothbrush put away, not just leaving it out on the counter.
1: And also a lot of people just put all their toothbrushes together, and they're kind of touching each other, and that's uh, pretty disgusting. So what you yeah. want to do is, like uh, you know, after you brush your teeth, you want to dry off the brush, and have your own special area for it. They have these, like I think they call, SteriPods. It's just like a small casing that you put over just the brush part, and that'll keep it away from the other brushes.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, a lot of these little things really start to add up. One last thing before we move on to the vitamin paste, because I'm really interested to hear about that, and especially obviously, you know, the vitamins you put into it. But what else about baking soda? Now, I, again, I, I heard that was an old-fashioned remedy that people. But thought was a really good way to clean the teeth. Any thoughts on that?
1: First of all, it's refreshing. It's abrasive, so it helps remove the plaque. Yeah, a lot of toothpastes have it. We don't have it in ours. We have uh, silica as our main abrasive. It's fine.
0: When you say the abrasive, meaning because that's what's really sort of scrubbing the teeth to get the plaque?
1: That's the whitener, yeah. That's what takes off the film, the plaque, the biofilm off the teeth. It's an abrasive. Also calcium, which we have in the kids' toothpaste. Uh, that's an abrasive also.
0: Well, let's talk about vitamin paste. And, you know, when I remember you first told me about this, I thought it was brilliant. I was like, how come nobody ever thought about this before? (laughs) So actually, how did you come up with this idea? What made you think to put vitamins into your vitamin paste?
1: My patients always wanted me to recommend them toothpaste for their children. They wanted something with an added benefit to it. I know as a dentist and uh, a father... I know that children, if they like the taste of their toothpaste, they're going to swallow it. So I figured that if they're swallowing their toothpaste, then why not take out the bad stuff, like the drugs, the fluoride, and put in some good stuff? And that's that's exactly what we did.
0: No, I think that's a great idea. You know, one of the challenges, and parents know this also, I mean, we want our kids to get, because sometimes they don't eat right, and especially with all the refined foods, that they can't always get really the adequate vitamins, especially vitamin D and vitamin E, that we're finding more and more is really important. And the mouth is a great way, or ingesting is a great way to get it into your system. So tell us what specific vitamins are in the vitamin paste.
1: We have uh, DE, B3, B5, and B6. Also in the kids' toothpaste, we have calcium. The adult paste has the same vitamins. It also has zinc, selenium, and manganese.
0: Oh, so good minerals as well. And how much are they getting when they use the vitamin paste? How much of the daily recommended vitamins are they getting into their system?
1: So what we did was, I'll talk about the kids first. We did a clinical study at University of Buffalo School of Dental Medicine. They took kids four and up. They had them brush according to our directions, which is a one-inch strip on the toothbrush, brush for two minutes, rinse with spitting, and then just swallowing normally. We're not telling them to swallow it. And they found out that the kids were swallowing 30% of their toothpaste. They were still swallowing 30%. So we recommend three brushings a day after each meal with that amount of brushing and with the amount of vitamins that we put in. To the paste, we get a 50% claim. So the kids get at least 50% of their daily vitamins just by brushing, as directed.
0: That's really phenomenal, as I said, because it's hard. You know, you can't get kids to swallow vitamin pills. Forget that. Chewing vitamins, some of them do it. A lot of them, again, they look at it like it's, you know, punishment. But here, in a way, you're tricking them into getting half of their important vitamins.
1: They're multitasking, they're going to brush their teeth. You know, if they don't brush three times a day, if they brush two times a day, they'll get like 30%. If they brush one time a day, they'll get 20% of their vitamins.
0: And what about for the adults? Why should adults use this?
1: The adults is a whole different formulation. It has a lot of whitening in it. It has more minerals in there. Adults swallow a lot less, so you're getting less vitamins and minerals. So we say that, you know, you get extra vitamins and minerals every time you brush. Also very good spearmint-flavored. And it has a lot of silica in there, which has whitening properties. And it's a very refreshing toothpaste.
0: That's really good to know. Dr. Golden, the the vitamins, again, you mentioned swallowing them. Do they also have a direct effect on the teeth or gums because of where the location, you know, the brushing I mean, because I know, you know, my background is in immunology. And actually, I think we talked about this before, I do the sublingual drops where I desensitize kids to environmental allergies and now we're doing foods. But I've always found the mouth to be an underrated immune area where you can get a lot of absorption of things where the stomach will sometimes negate them. So by doing the pastes, is there any work yet showing that it directly helps the teeth or the gums?
1: In our case, it's more of a systemic thing since you're swallowing it, and that's what the study was based on. So I really can't say that. And also, if the vitamins are being absorbed through the mucosa or under the tongue, then that's a drug claim according to the FDA. We're a dietary supplement that you can brush your teeth with. So a dietary supplement has no drugs in it, no fluoride, and can be ingested.
0: Any other things that you would recommend to parents to, again, I mean, because there are a lot of really amazing parents, very diligent. You know, there's this whole new wave that they're eating organically. They're serving their kids the kind of foods that we never saw. We, you know, when I grew up, you know, nothing against my mom and dad, but I was eating a lot of TV dinners and, uh, you know, McDonald's. You know, we all thought, hey, that's okay. And today the parents are really involved in making sure the kids are getting good quality food and they just want them to be healthy. Is there anything that you would say to them about making sure that their kids had really good dental and oral health?
1: So, like in our toothpaste, there's no preservatives, there's no dyes, it's gluten-free. Also, we took out the sodium lauryl sulfate, that's the SLS.
0: Yes, you see that in everything. What is that?
1: Yeah, it's a foaming agent, usually found in detergents, matter of fact. So, it's according to the FDA, it's it's safe as a food additive, safe to swallow. But there's a lot of bad press on it in the internet, and some people do get mouth ulcerations and abrasions from the SLS. A lot of adults get it, so we took it out of the paste for the kids. For the adult, we have it because adults like the foaming, and it just feels better and makes a brush better. But for the kids, they're more focused on the flavor. So we left it out. So that 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 was a big thing.
0: I know for a while, the other, some other brands came out with gels, but they foam eventually too. What's the difference between paste gels?
1: Well, the chemical composition of the dentifrice, but a lot of the gels have the SLS and a lot of the ingredients that a paste would have too. I think it's just what people prefer to use.
0: What would you say, again, you know, using your experience and expertise, toothpaste that you would not recommend? I mean, like you would tell people, whether it's for the kids or let's say even the adults.
1: I wouldn't recommend anything but vitamin paste. How's that?
0: Well, you're a little partial, <laughs> but I, I probably feel the same way. But I was just curious if there's like, I don't know, sometimes there might be a brand that has heavy calcium. I don't know. You know, you know actually, you know, I'll give an example. I mean, I'm just throwing this out. You know, people tend to associate calcium with, you know, stronger bones. And I, you would think stronger teeth. But, you know, the studies are now showing ingesting calcium, we're talking about high dose, would not be a good thing because a lot of it tends to get more absorbed and can cause, even in adults, atherosclerosis, hardening of the arteries. So uh, I'm just tossing stuff out because, I'm, again, I'm trying to get the consumer to be more aware. You know, before, most of us, where did we go? We went into the pharmacy, and there was Crest and Colgate, right? I mean, they spent millions and millions of dollars on advertising. We assumed that whatever they put out there was good for us. And then once in a while, as you get a little more conscious of it, you start to take a look at it. Oh, look at these ingredients. Oh, is this good for me? All these, I mean, there's a list of like 20 artificial ingredients in these things. And you begin to wonder, is it good for me? The other thing that bothers me sometimes with these things that worries me is that they put aspartame in a lot of the toothpaste for sweetening. And, I'm, you know, again, from my background in holistic medicine, I am definitely not an aspartame fan. I much prefer xylitol. It's more natural and better for you.
1: Yeah, well, there's two toothpastes that I would not recommend. The first one being fluoride toothpaste. I am totally against fluoride. And both paste, the adult and the kids' vitamin paste, do not have fluoride. They're fluoride-free. Kids, especially special needs children, autistic kids, they have studies that have shown that these kids, when they brush they tend to swallow all their toothpaste. And if they're using uh, a fluoridated toothpaste, then that's a problem. And there's a lot of bad press out there about fluoride if you look online. Also, as a dentist, too much fluoride ingestion. You can get enamel fluorosis and skeletal fluorosis. And you really see it on the teeth. Those white spots, sometimes they're dark yellow or greenish spots too. And it's a, it's a decalcification of the enamel. And it's an aesthetic problem. And also, they're more prone to cavities because it's, it's more porous, the enamel. Uh, when I would drill into it, it's like drilling into butter.
0: This is really important. You know, because I know, too, when I've gone to the dentist sometimes, they'll say to me, oh, and, you know, we want to give you this. It's like this extra fluoride toothpaste. I've got the name of it. You know, I, I can't remember if it was a prescription brand. I think it was prescription.
1: Yeah. And a lot of the old-time dentists give out fluoride pills. I remember my dentist, just that when I was a kid, and... And that's, I don't think anybody does that anymore. But, you know, if somebody does want fluoride, you know, they could use a a fluoride-free toothpaste and then get a fluoride rinse or go to the dentist and, you know, get topically applied fluoride. And they have these fluoride swabs. So, you know, you could manage it however you want to manage it and whatever makes you comfortable. But for me, I recommend no fluoride. I recommend brushing your teeth properly properly. Xylitol for the anti cavity benefits, and also one other toothpaste that has come out recently that I totally do not recommend are these charcoal toothpaste. Right, I
0: actually, I saw it in my house. You know, my wife Ricky. I said, "I said, to her, what are you doing with this? Your teeth are going to be black." But you know, yeah, what, where did they come up with this?
1: Well, it's like from ancient. Greek times, they would brush their teeth with charcoal. That's uh, probably all they had available. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's it's an abrasive, and but I don't think I would want my kids using this and swallowing charcoal. I think that's scary. Got be some. It's got to be bad for you. And there's some articles out there telling you that charcoal, cancer, and all that kind of stuff that they talk about.
0: We used charcoal or activated charcoal like to get people to like vomit when they had a poison or something.
1: Yeah, I think it's just. Something that's going to go in and out. Uh, You know, the the FDA is going to come down and do something about it. The ADA does not recommend using it. Also, the ADA came out with articles showing that there's no proof that the claims that these manufacturers are making with whitening or whatever don't hold up. And also, if you have like any like dental work, like veneers or bondings or stuff like that, this has to... Discolor those restorations. So, stay away from that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I I wanted to ask you one other thing, too, for personal reasons and, you know, also for patients. Beverages like teas, coffees, real bad for the teeth. Okay, obviously, in moderation.
1: Yeah, well, teas will stain your teeth. So will coffee, so will wine. I would just recommend if you are drinking a lot of tea or coffee or wine or whatever, that you use a, a high abrasive toothpaste and go to the dentist maybe four times a year for a cleaning.
0: You know, one of the two I I did it once in the past and I stopped doing it, it was like sometimes in my tea I used to squeeze lemon. And then I went to the dentist and they said, you know, you, it feels like, they, they didn't know it at the time. They just said to me, your teeth are feeling like softer. Is that is that also, I guess, because the lemon, the acidity just starts to essentially eat away at the... Uh...
1: Oh, yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you no, I know. Do
0: no, you, you don't know these things. If, you know, if it, lemon gives you vitamin C.
1: It's really acidic. It's just putting acid on your teeth. That's going to... Erosative.
0: Well, that's one of the reasons, I guess, you don't have the vitamin C in the vitamin paste, correct?
1: Well, yeah, you know, we didn't put it in because of its acidity. Our toothpaste, the pH is around 7, so it's pretty, pretty neutral.
0: Right, that's good. Well, this was a really interesting. I have, there's just so many things that I didn't know before. Dr. Golden, where can people get the vitamin paste? Is it in their pharmacies? Can they get it online?
1: Yeah, it's in a lot of stores now. We started out in the Northeast, so we're in ShopRite, King Cullen, Food Town. You can get it Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, CVS just took us into their Navarro stores in Florida. We're in Harris Teeter. So we're going national now. We're on Amazon, and you'll be able to get it off our website. We're redesigning our website now, so you'll be able to get it uh, through the website.
0: Is that under vitamin paste? They just look it up, a vitamin paste?
1: Yeah, vitaminpaste.com. takes you right to the website.
0: Well, this was really informative, and uh, I appreciate your time today, and I hope the listeners got a lot of benefit, and hopefully because you don't want your kids having that first checkup with seven cavities. I've been through there. You don't want it. Thanks again, Dr. Golden, for being on the podcast. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to The Smartest Doctor in the Room with host Dr. Dean Mitchell. You can continue this conversation on Instagram at DeanMitchellMD, Facebook at Mitchell Medical Group, or at DeanMitchellMD.com.